Welcome to Pro Storytellers. This is Amal here with you today and right now I'm joined by Manny. What have you done these holidays, Manny? Well, I went to Sydney for five days these holidays with my auntie, cousins, mum and sister. It was a girl vacay, which was pretty fun. When we got there, we explored Sydney a bit, just me, my mum and my sister, because my cousin's flights were separate to ours because they couldn't claim a seat on our flight, which was pretty disappointing. Um, We went to the celebrity wax figures. They looked really real. It was unreal. (laughs) (laughs) We went to the zoo, the aquarium centre... We went to see The Wicked Show, which was about the witch from um, The Wizard of Oz. Mm. Um, It was crazy. I'm definitely sleep deprived. (laughs) Well, today also I'm joined by Eve. What's going on with you? Uh, Not much, but during the holidays, my uncle, who we haven't seen for five years, finally came down from New Zealand. And my papa, which we call grandfather, came down from Cairns. Uh, the most exciting thing that happened while they were here was my sister organised this Halloween activity called 31 Days of Frightful Fun, which is where every day leading up to the 31st of October, we do a spooky activity. The latest one we did was Ghost Pops, which is where you stack three marshmallows on a skewer, then you wrap it in glad wrap and finally you decorate. That sounds really fun, Eve. Yeah. Well, we've got lots to talk about today, including a disappearing cat and we'll be able to find out more about the people that eat candy for a living and make thousands in the process. But first we're going to be talking about a girl who asked if she could keep a unicorn in her yard. LA County gave her a licence for the unicorn and you'll find out more later. You're listening to Pro Storytellers Talk Soon. A six-year-old on a quest to keep a unicorn in her backyard figured she would get the hard part out of the way first, getting permission. Madeline wrote a letter to the Los Angeles County Department of Animal Care and Control with a straightforward request. Dear LA County, it reads, I'd like your approval if I can have a unicorn in my backyard. If I can find one, though. Please send me a letter in response. Director Medea obliged a few weeks later, writing back with good news. The department does in fact license unicorns, she said, with certain conditions. Those include polishing the unicorn's horn at least once a month with a soft cloth, feeding it watermelon, one of its favourite treats, at least once a week, and covering it with some sparkles, of course, and also giving it regular access to sunlight, moonbeams and rainbows. Confident that Madeline will meet the five requirements, Medea also sent her a pre-approved unicorn licence for her exclusive future pet in the form of a certificate. If you guys had a chance to keep any mythical creature, what do you think yours would be? If I had the chance to keep any mythical creature, I would have to choose a three-headed dog like the one in Harry Potter. The only thing I had to do was train it because the one in Harry Potter seems very aggressive, (laughs) so I had to train it not to eat me in my sleep or drool all over me. I would be so scared. Anyways, what about you, Manny? Mine would be a phoenix. A phoenix is a type of mythical bird. I would train it to listen to me as well as Eve said for her three-headed dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got lots more coming up today, inclu- including the disappearing cat and the sweetest job you can imagine. You're listening to Pro Styles. See you soon.
A four-year-old pet has been dodging airport staff, airline employees and animal experts at Boston Airport since escaping from his cage in pursuit of some birds. Whether out of fatigue or hunger, we'll never know. But this morning, she finally let herself be caught. An airport spokesman said, The black green-eyed cat was given a health check and now it is set to return to her family. I'm kind of in disbelief, said her owner, Patty Sally. I thought, what are the odds we're going to get it back? When their flight landed, the female ran from her cage to try to catch some birds. A chase ensued with their getaway, sparking a massive search by the staff, construction workers and animal welfare advocates. On a mission to track down the pet, the group set up wildlife cameras to try to catch her. In a Facebook post, Mrs. Sarley said they will also send the airport rowdy's favourite treats to be placed in the cages and even recorded voice notes for them to play. Despite many sightings, Rowdy continued to elude her pursuers, but calmed down and has now been restored. Have you ever had a pet that went missing? Well, when I used to have my guinea pigs, they used to escape their cage literally all the time. Behind their cage, in a backyard, everywhere they could go. At the, in the end, we, found, we ended up finding them in our house. Um, so they didn't really go missing, but yeah. we still lost them. Yeah. Um, but we had to sadly sell them because they brought oh. rats in our house. That which was, was oh, in your house? Yeah, which was unfortunate. Oh, that would not be very fun. <laughs> no. Well, I've, always, I've had two bunnies and we sort of lost them both, but at separate times. They always would run around in our backyard and like tried to hide in our bushes. But when we lost them... We didn't really lose them for too long, so I guess it was fine. But the longest time we lost them was about 30 minutes. Now they can't really escape because they're in our chicken's house thingy with their big food chicken stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up, we've got the sweetest job you can ever, ever imagine. You'll listen to Pro Storytellers. Turns out you might be able to eat candy for a living and make thousands in the process. Canada's Candy Funhouse is hiring a chef candy officer, according to the recent job posting. Do you love all things candy and chocolate? Are you passionate about confectionery treats and exploring unreleased existing products? If so, the perfect this is the perfect position for you. The description reads on LinkedIn. The Orange-based company said. The position pays a hundred thousand Canadian dollars and a hundred and ten thousand dollars a year in Australian money. The chef candy officer will serve as the head taster and try over thirty-five, over three thousand five hundred products each month. Besides eating about a hundred and thirteen pieces of candy a day, the chef candy officer will also lead the company's funhouse candy strategy run candy board meetings and have a say in which products the candy funhouse will carry applicants can be as young as five years old all you need is a passion for candy pop culture and a sweet tooth part of the job part of the job posting reads the chef candy officer will also undergo a 
extensive pallet training according to the description so far. Nearly 6,500 people have applied to the job on LinkedIn. Inquiries on the job are so high the company said its usual response time is delayed. The job specifies the job posting specifies the position comes with an extensive dental plan. If you had the opportunity to try lollies as a job and get a hundred thousand dollars a year, would you take it? I would have to decline this offer because I have very high risk of getting sick if it's 113 lollies every day and that's not very good for my health but if I were to take this job I'll try to make it as my side job mm. like do it three times a month mm. l- lowering the reduces of me getting sick or, or how much sugar I put in my body yeah I would say no to this too but if I were to say yes I would probably make it a side job and do it like once or twice a month and you're right Eve it, like it would probably make you really sick and it would be really unhealthy and it would also be sort of just boring, it's just eating for a job. Yeah. Like. But then you wouldn't get 100000 a year. Yeah, but like you can get better jobs for yeah. that money. True. Well, that's all we have time for today. My name is Manny with Amal and Eve. Thanks so much for joining us here on Pro Storytellers. If you would like to hear more episodes from St Mary's College, you can check them out on our school's, school's own podcast page at archdradio.com. This podcast was produced by Manny Evenamau for St Mary's College in partnership with ArchD Radio. Thanks for listening. Make sure you are subscribed to this channel to hear heaps of school life, heaps of other school life stories. Bye. Bye.